0: Aaron, I don't mean to diminish your your uh, your life, but um, the website with the solar wind article just gave me a breaking news notification: Ted Kaczynski found dead in his cell right now. No. <laughs> My name is Josh, I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. With the folks who are going to help you find the of the bad, it's reason and the unreasonable, make sense, and nonsense, because this is okay! Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this early afternoon? <laughs> uh, that Sonic
1: song got me in the mood. I'm going to... This is going to be a good show, I think. Yeah, I uh,
2: I think I might be autistic, guys. I, uh, I'm i in a what? much better mood listening to a Sonic songs than I am any other thing yeah, we've ever played songs? on this.
1: <laughs>
0: News only to Aaron. <laughs> I just found out. Oh, man. If you, if you uh, also enjoy listening to these Sonic opening songs and think you might be autistic, you can call in at one 833
1: 666 911. Oh my God, I'm screwing this up, aren't I?
0: <laughs> oh you.
2: Oh, oh my God, I totally. You're not autistic wasn't... enough. If you're autistic One. <laughs>
1: like Bob. 833-666-0911. Sorry. Perfect. I pulled it together. Yeah.
2: <sighs>
1: yeah. You please submit all your. Some, your au- you some all more your autism, autism songs. Oh,
2: God damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> we're, we're doing great right now. We I really know. need this webcam so we can tell when
1: the other person's about to talk. <laughs> Uh.
0: So, all right we got the number out there Let's just move yeah. on <laughs>
1: we, we did it
2: we, we won
0: but no, bob's so not autistic that he actually relies on visual cues that's not to
2: say he wasted all his autism he couldn't do the numbers anymore he, <sighs> and got distracted by sonic
1: yeah it burned me out
2: <laughs> so i have a really fun one for you today guys yes we're getting back to our roots, all right? Ugh, Some nice. real dumb conspiracies that I totally believe are true. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about Robert Norman Ross, better known as Bob Ross.
1: Oh, I love that guy. I love his work. The Amer-
2: yep, the American painter. Yeah, oh yeah. So, let's just go, I'm going to give a little backstory on Bob Ross, and then we're going to go into what this what this theory is. So, Bob Ross, American painter, art instructor, and television host, was the creator and host of The Joy of Painting, an instructional television program that aired from 1983 to 1994 on PBS. So, everybody kind of knows. He actually kind of got fame, more famous after he died, just being like referenced in shit. He became like kind of like a pop culture phenomenon. Well, that was because of the legalization of weed, not like other factors. <laughs> so... Did you guys know that Bob Ross was in the military? Um, I did, actually. Okay. Well, yeah. in, when he was 18, in 1961, Ross enlisted in the United States Air Force and was put into service as a medical records technician. And he rose to the rank of Master Sergeant and served as the first sergeant of the clinic at Eielson Air Force Base in Alaska. Now, that part's hmm. going to be
0: important. Now... One of the things... A lot, a lot of nice, you know, woods and cabins in Alaska. Yep. Well, boring. that is...
2: He does say that's where he got all the inspiration for his, you know, landscape paintings. Um, oh, cause, cool. Because, you know, see the snow in the mountains there? You know, all the woods. It's beautiful. He was right by uh, some rivers, which we'll also get into. Uh, he he had this uh, t- painting technique that he learned from this guy. Yeah. Um, Wet on wet, and it basically made it so he could just paint really fast, which is how he could do a whole landscape in thirty minutes on television. Right, right. And uh so he got, he was in the air force till nineteen eighty one, and he retired because he started making more money selling his paintings that he would do during breaks than he made in the military. So he he you know he retired from the military in nineteen eighty one. Plus, he was probably trying to get his twenty years for his pension, but uh, right in 1983, he uh, bu- 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 let's actually let's say what's her name here? This woman, Annette Kowalski, hires him to do the television show in 1983. So, Annette Kowalski, she sees him giving lessons and is like, "I think we can sell whatever you are now." So was
0: she she like a producer or what?
2: uh, I don't know what what her connection was. Or
0: just she... Okay.
2: I don't know what her job exactly was, but her husband, Walt Kowalski, had just retired from the CIA. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, So they have media connections. That makes sense. So he gets hired by (laughs) uh, a retired CIA guy and his wife (laughs) to paint on television two years after leaving the military. Okay. Now... The most important part is that he's been in Eielson Air Force Base, Alaska, for 20 years.
1: The Walt? Yes. Or Bob? Okay. No, Bob. Bob. No, Bob oh. yet. Okay. okay, okay Bob's
2: okay. been on this Air Force Base for 20 years. So go ahead and play a clip of Bob Ross on his show. I've got a clip for you. And so just see if you notice something a little weird. And then we'll talk about what we're, what we're actually going to talk
3: about with Bob Ross here. And let's just paint us in quick little house. This is just a happy little house up here on the hill. Like that. There. Give See, nice Josh, move. Bob Ross
1: does large that exhales as well into the mic. <laughs>
2: You're just like yeah. him.
3: <laughs> whoa. That's all right. How would you do yours? Maybe you want to have a house that's different. Maybe you don't want to have a house. RCA producer doesn't Maybe you improve. want to have a two-story house. You can do that, anything that you want to do. Painting gives one almost total freedom, at least on this piece of canvas. Little brown and white, no pressure. I want this to be sort of an old raggedy house. There. As we mentioned earlier, doing stories and stuff, maybe there's a trapper that lived here and he went down to the river one day to check his beaver trap and maybe he fell in. Huh. Who knows?
1: Who knows? Maybe he fell
2: now, in.
3: We could do a cabinectomy. In other words, just cut it off. Get it the way we want it. Better have a door in our cabin. It's easier to get in and out if you got a door. True. It's hard climbing through the window sometimes.
2: What? Huh. Eh. Hard climbing through the window? Okay. That was a little odd there, Bob. <laughs> so, the reason I wanted to play this clip, we're going to play it again later, the theory is that Bob Ross was, in fact, actually a serial killer. You <laughs> oh, so okay. describe the
0: trapper falling in the river, not being pushed in the river. Aaron, did, did you not listen to the same clip as me? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because it sounds creepy. Sounds like, uh, you know, oh, maybe he fell in. Maybe, maybe we, we he never to...
0: came home. We'll thinking with how he like whispers in a soft voice i'm thinking uh it, it was a huge lost lost opportunity not to also mic up uh like his, his brush and what he's painting with as well uh but i'm thinking like we can just go back with fully and recreate bob ross with sound with asmr sound effects i think that's there's a whole market for that right <laughs> maybe but anyway Okay, fine. Well, Dumb tangent. Aaron, go on about th- 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 fucking murder in Alaska.
1: Let's take
2: you back before science was king to to September 1997. So, Alaska state troopers found a skull along the Porcupine River, and they just figured some guy died from a bear mauling. Like bears killed him. Well, recently they were able to make a positive identification with this guy named southerton and he was a beaver trapper who in 1976 went to alaska to trap beavers through the winter and come home in the spring of 1977 so sometime between 77 and 70 or 76 and 77 end of 76 beginning of 77 this guy just disappeared never came home they never found him Couldn't figure it out. They finally figure out this skull is from him. And, you know, they just assume it was a bear. There's no, like, you know, murder investigation. Anything like that. Now, where they did find a skull is about 20 miles from Islson Air Force Base. Hmm. Where you might have a, I don't know, a beaver. Maybe, maybe, maybe just falls in. Maybe, maybe falls in, never comes home. Maybe I climbed through his window. You never know. (laughs) Now, this is a little bit of a loose, like if this was all I had to go on, this would be kind of a dumb conspiracy theory, right?
0: Yeah, somebody dies in 20 miles of you.
2: Okay. Just a coincidence, right? I don't know. I'm I'm already sold. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys ever heard of the North Pole Killer? We're gonna move on to the next part of this um, I, I have not should, should we play the no. jingles
0: he also retarded <laughs>
2: <laughs> no this guy surprisingly seems not retarded which makes me think he's not a serial killer fascinating so north pole killer uh there were a multitude of bodies there were people that went missing that they then found the bodies for between 1979 and 1981 the first one was this woman, Glinda Sodeman. She disappears. Husband reports her missing. They find her in a like landfill or something, shot in the face. Um, the police suspect the husband. All these different people suspect the husband. They give him a lie detector test. He can't pass it. So they—he's the high, but main sub uh, suspect in this case with his dead wife. And she's only nineteen. So they're a young couple. And uh, well, they get start getting through the investigation, they find out this guy has an irregular heartbeat, so he actually can't pass a lie detector test no matter what. <laughs>
1: nice. And they have nothing else,
2: no other physical evidence that they can go on, so they actually end up dropping him as a suspect. They just think he's a guy that got away with murdering his wife, but they couldn't prove that he did it. Um, hmm. Then in... On June thirteenth of, well, actually June eleventh of nineteen eighty, this uh, little nine-year-old kid and his, or I don't remember actually what his name is, but this kid and his eleven-year-old sister are riding their bikes, and this guy in a blue car is pretending like he's broken down on the side of the road, and he tries to get the girl to come over for help, and then the brother rides up behind her and is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa don't, no, don't go with him." And the guy just slams the uh, hood of his car down and fucking takes off. Um, gets scared away by the brother. Um, so he reports this to police. And police are looking for now a guy in a blue car wearing an Air Force uniform. Because that was the other part of the description. So he's wearing a, a uniform for the, from Air Force Base. Blue car. Apparently, the police go to investigate a bunch of... Um, missing people at this air force uh air force base and they asked for the list of everybody that has a blue car apparently i get 550 names so it's a shit ton of people with blue cars at this at Ileson air force base but uh i couldn't find anywhere that would actually list the names that were given in that because i would love to have seen if bob ross's name was on there there's a robert <laughs> ross that would have been hilarious but anyways <laughs> two days later they, uh, somebody jumps out, grabs the girl, blue car. So, you know that's why they went to the base to look because they actually, he actually does kidnap the same girl two days later. Man in a blue car, no one knows who it is. Uh, she's found dead. We go. This is June thirteenth, nineteen eighty, when she gets kidnapped. Then we get up to January thirty-first. This is all around the Air Force base, by the way, that Bob Ross is stationed at. Uh, Marlene Peters, she gets, uh, let's see, which one is she? She's hitchhiking, found, strangled, and shot. They didn't find her for a little bit because then the next victim on March 5th disappeared of 1981. Uh, so two months later, Wendy Wilson, another hitchhiker, found, strangled, and shot, and then they ended up finding the first girl, Marlene Peters, after her, two miles from her location. Oh, and then so definitely a pattern there. Yeah, so finally, then this Lori King, eighteen, goes missing. I don't believe they found her body on May sixteenth. So another month and a half later, so they get these string of murders, and they're like, "Holy shit! Somebody is, somebody is murdering a bunch of women."
0: And and they're just kind of like randomly murdered. There's no, uh, you know, sexual crime or assault or any other. Like no no only strangle cut out and shot strangled and shot strangled shot yep and just thrown in a ditch or in the woods okay
2: exactly yep and they're between the ages of eleven and twenty two so they're all pretty young um the only one that's a kid is the eleven year old
1: the second victim yeah
2: yep so okay they find out uh they they go through this list of people that they suspect at the air force base and one of them ends up being uh this sergeant thomas bundy and he had when they're doing this investigation it's 1983 at this point when they found some of the bodies. So since almost two years later they decide it's this thomas bundy he's already been stationed in texas now he left in 1981 he got stationed in texas um the other person that left in 1981 is bob ross who retired from the Air Force Base at Ellison, and (laughs) left. Because the murders stopped after 1981. Okay. So, here's the weird part about this Thomas Bundy case. So, they go to this guy's house. The police claim it's the Alaskan detectives go down to his house. They claim that he admitted to the murders of five of six different people that were killed. The only person he doesn't admit to is Glinda, the first lady that the the guy with a bad heart, the, the lie detector. He doesn't admit to that, but he admits to all the other murders. But they can't arrest him because they're Alaska police. So they get a guy that admits to being a serial killer, let him walk for eight days while they get an uh, arrest warrant. Then on March 15th <laughs> of 1983, they get the arrest warrant. So what does Thomas Bundy do? I don't know how he knows this, but... He gets on his motorcycle, goes to H&R Block, and hands in his tax return, because this is what you do before you uh, suicide yourself. He hops back on his motorcycle after dropping off his taxes, and does the—oh, uh, what's that fucking shitty motorcycle show? I, I, I don't know. Um, well, the ending to that, where he just head, head on into a semi. okay. Um, anyways, he takes his motorcycle and just drives head-on into a semi and kills himself before he can be arrested on the day that they issue his warrant. They haven't even shown I mean, it up sounds to like arrest him.
0: This this is just the double courtesy to his family. He doesn't want to, like, blow his brains out in the house and leave a mess and also leave, you know, unpaid taxes to be audited for his wife. Like, that, that's just, like, <laughs> this, is, it's, this is just, you know, what a reasonable man would do before he goes to jail and or kills himself.
2: Yes, what a polite serial killer. So, he... He's really? allegedly this. They and they just go open and shut case. He's the serial killer. The end.
0: I mean, people stop dying, right? Oh, something else happened when
2: people stopped dying. Somebody left. Left that area. Now the other. Um, so let's actually stop for a second. So what do you guys feel about that story? What are the chances that they would have a guy that confesses to being a serial killer? And then the cops just go, "Ah, you're out of our jurisdiction. We'll be back in eight days to maybe pick you up."
0: Like, does that that sounds? <laughs> Do they just have like a written confession or a nope, Just a just verbal? A verbal confession just the cops said he said it. or anything? Yeah, it, uh, that sounds like them lying to get a, try and get a warrant, right? Yeah,
2: right. Like, who the fuck? There's no recording of like, this. It's, it's not
0: even very good evidence. If it takes them still eight days to get a warrant.
2: Like yeah. how how badly do they want to just wrap this case up? Because they just decided this guy did it. It's based on us believing cops, just taking their word for it.
0: Oh, Aaron, Aaron. Um, with regards to the severity of uh serial killers, you said this guy admitted to five murders, right?
2: Uh, allegedly, uh, allegedly admitted to five murders. It's,
0: uh, well, allegedly. But but the, to go back to the beginning of the episode, um, Ted Kaczynski admitted to four murders. Um, just to, to contextualize things and the severity of different serial killers and, like, the police actually being after them.
2: And they let him go for at least a week, right?
0: Uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely the story of Ted Kaczynski. It's not like he was public enemy number one. and They had, you know, millions of dollars of police, uh, police and FBI task force over um you know decades trying to get him into uh, arresting him the moment they had it the the moment they well, identified the sh- him definitely not that they
2: bad. had uh this guy killed five and they gave him eight days so they probably gave ted, Kaczyns- ted kaczynski like 10 at least you know just to be courteous
0: <sighs> those are those courteous alaskans yeah <laughs>
2: isn't that insane though can you imagine if that was the story like if the police If Bob, if you suicided yourself by ramming a fucking motorcycle into a semi and the police came to me and said, hey, he admitted he killed a bunch of people, did his taxes and then killed himself. But we have no (laughs) evidence of this other than he told me that a cop's testimony. Yeah, (laughs) I would be I would. You know what I mean? You'd want me to go on a murder spree and kill every cop involved like it's a fucking (laughs) 80s action movie, like a man on fire and Denzel Washington just murdering up the chain.
1: Well, I would hope that you investigated it a little bit.
0: <laughs> like, I would immediately know that my sixteen-year-old daughter is.
2: Safe.
0: <laughs> How dare you, Josh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Curfew eliminated. So that that part is insane to me. So now you switch over to Bob Ross, and you have this trapper that's gone missing. You have these five women killed all in the span of time where he's, dude, he's five to 20 miles from any of these people. The only time reason I have to say 20 miles is because it's 20 miles to the remote fucking river mouth that this beaver trapper is fucking stuck at. But all this is like right near the air force base to the point where there's an open investigation into finding a serial killer at the fucking air force base. So now that you guys all know this, let's just play that clip. One more time and listen to Happy Bob Ross with the context of is this guy a psychopathic serial killer who killed a beaver trapper and potentially more
3: people? I
0: also want to point out I think you said he was if I was filing medical records or just like worked in medical records at the Air Force yeah. base. Like that is an extremely boring and tedious job and he probably had a lot could make a lot of free time. To do whatever he wanted. If he, he made enough free time during his lunch breaks or during the day to make paintings to make a living off of, imagine what else he could could have been up exactly. to. Yeah. When doing exactly, doing literally nothing Josh, all day. like the way you're thinking.
1: <laughs> That's a lot of free time to contemplate murdering innocent people for literally no reason, right? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that,
0: that's why he needs these paintings. these uh, That's why he needs this just zen experience of beautiful landscapes part of the, to get out of his part guilt. Part of the thing, too, is Bob it's Ross doesn't
2: paint. He only paints landscapes, and he never paints people. And uh, I think he only puts cabins in, like, less than 5% of his paintings. Like, it's rare that he puts cabins in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's never any like sign of human life. There's never like, he'll do like a chimney, but there's never like smoke coming out of the chimney and people theorize that maybe the cabin indicates a location where he killed somebody,
3: (laughs) but,
1: okay. So so let's go ahead and play this this with that in your head.
3: Quick little house. This is just a happy little house up here on the hill. Like that. There gives us a nice roof gotta have a roof to keep the water out. There we go. Something like that. Now, would you do yours, maybe you want to have a house that's different, maybe you don't want to have a house. Maybe you want to have a two-story house. You can do that. Anything that you want to do. Painting gives one almost total freedom, at least on this piece of canvas. Little brown and white, no pressure. Whew. I want this to be Sort of an old raggedy house. There. As we mentioned earlier, doing stories and stuff. Maybe there's a trapper that lived here and he went down to the river one day to check his beaver trap and maybe he fell in. Who knows? <laughs> now we could do a cabinectomy. In other words, just cut it off. Get it the way we want it. Better have a door in our cabin. It's easier to get in and out if you got a door. It's hard climbing through the window sometimes. There we go. Take a little dark color. Put the indication <laughs> of a few boards and stuff on there if you Okay. So how, what do
1: you, what do you think now listening to that? <laughs> he I mean, the window one is like suspicious to me just because well also he specifically mentions like a beaver trapper, which is really funny. <laughs> and there just happens to be one that went missing Less than
2: a, like within the 20 time miles. he was right next to him, yeah. And within six years of that airing, like that would just that shit just happened, and it was an unsolved crime, and they never found the guy's skull until nineteen ninety
1: seven, right? Twenty years later.
0: Um, but I, I, I love how he, how he phrases the window line too. That it's, it's hard to climb through the window sometimes. Like he, he adds in the little sometime in there just to uh. It makes it feel more real than just, like, a conceptual, it's harder to climb through a window than go through a door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, oh, uh, sometimes when I'm getting into a house and it's through a window, it's harder than when I'm going through a door. Exactly, well, right? There was no window on that house that he that he painted. That's, like, the other
1: suspicious thing. It's, like, why bring up a window? Like, why? <laughs> 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 you need a door to get inside. He could just left it at that. But he was, like, you know, personal experience, guys. Climbing through windows is tough, especially if it's on the second floor. (laughs) So, to recap,
2: Bob Ross, with that fucking weirdo voice, talking about climbing through windows and beaver trappers going missing, happens to be within a few miles of a beaver trapper that went missing, and also... We have a open and shut case of a serial killer who the police said confessed everything, didn't arrest him for eight days, then killed himself the day his warrant was issued, and that we have to believe is open and shut. And if you don't believe that it's open and shut, then somebody else that was in Alaska between 1978 and 1981 killed at least six people that we know of. And we don't know who it right. is while the police were openly investigating the air force for having a serial killer on base.
1: <laughs> I wonder if there was any like internal investigation that the military did on their end regarding that because they can't get like a report from like state troopers being like, oh, we think there's a serial okay. killer here. And they're like, "Uh, fuck, like I forgot one one piece
2: of information.
0: <laughs> It's like an open secret.
2: After getting presumably possibly caught for the murders, uh, the CIA hires one of those Air Force members, and he goes on to be super-duper fucking successful and makes like $15 million in fucking art supplies and possibly funds some weird black ops thing for Walt Kowalski. Who knows?
1: Well, yeah, that's what I was trying to, like connect there like what's the connection between uh walt kowalski and and bob ross here because it's like cia mixed with like a retired you know paper pusher at the air force nothing that happens what to happens a serial killer
2: so all that happens is uh, as as happens this is a real story that happens to real human beings uh everything's not a script um a guy is painting so much he beats his military salary with it randomly meets a woman whose husband happens to work for the CIA and the same year that he retires he hires Bob Ross who becomes a national fucking phenomenon and also a serial killer that was being investigated in the same fucking base as Bob Ross happens to just kill himself moments after filing his tax return <laughs> And was let off the hook and not arrested for eight days after admitting to being a serial killer.
1: I mean, he could have even, like... I I feel like there could have been a proposal as, like, a fall guy situation in in that, you know? Being like, well, we have all these unsolved murders. They're very close to a well-known person that's highly regarded in in media. So, let's just solve that issue real quick and, like, get a fall guy. Right? Yeah, why not?
2: Especially for... Uh... If you're some CIA guy and you have $15 million worth of income rolling in, (laughs) yeah, let's just find some asshole with a blue car that left the military in 1981. That's all they had to do. Find a guy with a blue car that left the military in 81 and just kill him and say he was the serial killer.
0: Do we have any... um... I like to imagine... Go ahead, Josh. I like to imagine that all CIA... CIA recruiting practices are just uh the Dark Brotherhood from Elder Scrolls. Like they just find find people who have gotten away with murder and recruit just, them. Uh, br- bring them into their ranks or bring them in as ops. Yeah.
2: God, probably probably is.
1: That, that's like that's the Hollywood psyop. Like they're all serial killers and murderers at one point and they're like, hey, want to join our very rich and famous club kind of thing. It's kinda like the uh it's
2: kinda like the Freemason. Yep, I agree,
0: definitely not pedophiles, just serial killers and murderers. Well.
2: Well, it's kind of like uh, the Freemasons where it's like uh, they have the, the, the lower rank ones, which is just old guys getting away from their wives and having beers at the fucking lodge. So they, they have that as a front for the real Freemasons behind the scenes. And the CIA probably does the same thing. It's a bunch of people with clerk jobs and like, oh, here's some IT guys. And they're all like, wow, we're in the CIA. And they're just in like the fucking bullshit CIA that doesn't do anything.
0: Uh, did you see the the CIA Pride uh Twitter post where it's like the, the cross of CIA and I was the I in Pride and they had like ten flags and they're super happy. Exactly. About
2: it. Those are the fake CIA people that think they're <laughs> in the CIA, but the real CIA operates behind them and is like, Great, I want we want more hire more women that will do Pride Month for the CIA so no one knows that we're hiring serial killer painters to fucking fund our weird operations in exchange for their freedom. I,
0: I agree. None of the None of the real secret society CIA operatives are actually gay pedophiles. I I agree. It's only the fake ones. (laughs) Uh,
2: So that's all I have right now. I do want to deep dive Walt Kowalski and find out more about that guy. But, but yeah, isn't that fucking wild though? Like what are the odds that there is just that Bob Ross has a audio clips like that gets hired by a CIA, an ex CIA guy. And happens to be working at the base for the span of time that there were all these murders happening, while they were actively searching for a serial killer on his said base, and then the circumstance around arresting that serial killer are extremely
1: suspicious. <laughs> like, right, right, yeah, because it's like, why, why would he confess to? He's talking to Alaska state troopers in who aren't allowed Texas. to arrest him. Who aren't allowed to do anything? Allegedly, they shouldn't even be there.
2: <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, he said he did it, by the way, and uh, and so let let's take eight days to get this uh, warrant." You know what I mean?
0: Like, and why didn't he leave before that? If he really did it, yeah, that, that's that's the suspicious thing. Like, he's he he admits to it, and then he knows he's off the hook for an indeterminate amount of time, and proceeds to just go about his daily life. Man
2: goes and files his taxes, and then goes, "Ah, you know what?" I bet they're going to get me today. I'm going to kill myself.
1: I have a sneaking suspicion that that warrant got signed today. Today's
2: the day. (laughs) You know what? It didn't occur to me all morning while I was getting my tax paperwork together and went down to H&R Block. But now that I dropped this off at H&R Block from the walk from there through the parking lot to my motorcycle, I I figured out that they're going to arrest me today and I have to kill myself. That's the only way.
0: (laughs) not just some 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 chat some idle gossip with his tax a- accountant and uh like he, he got a good recommendation from him that you know maybe the maybe now is a good time to kill himself oh dude it's insane right
1: he, It seems it, improbable in my mind yeah <laughs> right? I, like extremely yeah,
2: it like improbable.
0: bob ross should, should be a sh- bob ross should be a suspect um, I'm I'm thinking really it's just a kind of an extension of the tortured artist thing like you know maybe maybe being being abused as a kid and having you know depression and a substance abuse problem as adult and as an adult isn't enough to be a good artist maybe you just have to kill a couple people too and then you can really just get to the next level and <laughs> since it brought us the you know God's gift humanity that is bob's Bob Ross <laughs> like maybe it's worth yeah, it yeah I'm not saying he's a serial killer but what I am
2: saying is he should be the, a suspect of being a serial killer. And out of the people that are at yeah, on yeah, that base yeah, at that fair. time that fit that description, he's probably like a one in 50 suspect. Like, there's probably only like 50 people that fucking match that list of people that should be suspected. So you're talking like a 2% chance right off the bat. But then out of those 50 people, I'm going to say that I'm going to put the top of my list. Arbi- this is just a maybe my own bias, but it's my own arbitrary way of maybe narrowing down the list. The top of the list, I'm going to say whoever was hired by the CIA directly after uh, leaving the Air Force. Uh, I'm going to put him at number oh, one. On, that's
0: still like ten other people.
2: So, like, if we, if we go with Thomas Bundy, the circumstances of his arrest being and suicide being very fucking weird, and probably isn't the serial killer. Um, if we can, if we can assume that. Okay, you have to kind of say that that's a possibility. So if we, that's a possibility. So let's let's say let's say that's true. If that's true, and he's not the serial killer, Bob Ross is like one of the top suspects, like legitimately.
1: Yeah. Well, see, I had this article you pulled up regarding the the Kowalskis and this paragraph header here says what did the kowalskis do after bob ross's death and i'm just think like thinking walt goes into his house and burns all of the pictures of him in his service uniform standing next to a blue like (laughs) 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 muscle car
2: (laughs) or like uh they okay wait if i was the cia let's say if this was real if this was real and the cia guy was the one that hired him in the first place He probably fought tirelessly to get the rights to all of Bob Ross's merch and shit so that he could keep funding whatever fucking insane operation he's funding from the start. Did he take control of his estate or something? Uh,
0: Yes. Yeah, no, but 100% after Bob Ross, in his will, left it to his son. Sole ownership, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking it might have always been a blackmail thing. Like, oh, we, we out your dad as a serial killer or we take his estate or something like that. Ross's will, Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. In his will uh, and testament, Bob left the estate and rights to his name and likeness to his son, Steve, and his half-brother, Jimmy Cox. But the Kowalskis countered this. They claimed that Ross's life work was owned by them. A lawsuit
0: ensued by the Kowalskis won. Oh, they won. shit. Yeah. Like, they were in business together, so there could have been a case. I don't know the full nature of, like, how that operation worked. But it it's a little weird. How much of Hollywood is
2: just run like this though? Like I not just all of television production. How many of these people that get these insane salaries have to give it to some dark entity mostly
1: in the background and just like, cause you know what I mean? Wait, hold on. What Kowalski? What kind of name is that? (laughs) Sadly Polish. uh,
0: The Polish Slavic. That's what I was
1: thinking. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Damn. That, yeah. That's sad. That's sad to hear that he even put in his will and testament and the these fucking, these, this couple is like, no, we own it. Grabble hands, you know? Uh, so do you have a gun yeah. to your head question or anything? Because I totally bought it. I bought it the second I saw that clip where he's talking about a beaver trapper falling into.
2: Well, <laughs> let's, uh, let's go with you then, Bob. Gun to your head. Is Thomas Bundy the North Pole killer? Highly improbable. Yeah. That's my answer. Josh, gun to your head.
0: No, highly improbable. No, it's yes Uh, or no, no, Bob
1: uh n- yeah
2: yeah no.
0: yeah here here bob let me, let me show you how it's saying no no thomas bundy was not the north pole killer uh i subscribe to the if you break the law in one way you break, break the law in multiple ways uh and the inverse if he is following all the tax laws pro- perfectly he's not also murdering people. Um, <laughs> so that, that's 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 my uh my defense of thomas bundy
2: all right bob or josh yeah. this is gonna be my gun to the head question uh this is more a little more vague but if you had a list of 50 suspects with the guy that gets hired by the cia uh the same year that they allegedly find the serial killer who runs him, who never actually gets to admit on like recordedly admit uh that he did all the killings would he be the top suspect or <laughs> would there be another top suspect <laughs>
0: I, I would consider it a contributing factor. My little spreadsheet of, uh, you know, factors weighting likelihood of guilt. You know, it, it, would, it would have a line item. A oh, line item. <laughs> I, that's as good as I was going to get.
2: I, I didn't want to, I wanted to ask that vaguely because I know I don't want Josh to piss off the CIA <laughs> friends. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it would be a line item in the investigation. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be, wouldn't it? It's oh, insane. God.
2: It's insane. Yeah. So that story is fucking crazy, but yeah. I uh, I, Bob
1: Ross is the North Pole Killer. I don't know what to you guys. <laughs> All right, Josh, you have some updates on uh, Al Gore's predictions of total environmental collapse. I I do on actually. The science of annihilation. So,
0: uh, but be- <laughs> between um, yeah, you know, between the premiere of An Inconvenient Truth and an inconvenient sequel, Truth to Power, uh, Miami and and new york as well new york city uh we're both successfully underwater there was just uh (laughs) apocalyptic level flooding we lost half the city um due specifically to climate change uh it's it's not just those cities up and down the coast um far away from us it's hitting close to home too as well just in the last week let me let me read this headline uh the national park service to raise tidal basin walkways five feet to account for sea level rise washington dc is sinking
1: thank god
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah good (laughs) hopefully new york and miami sink too
0: (laughs) now i i wanted to i want to get a little more context to what was going on so you see how bad the situation was how how many feet because it's it's on a scale of feet now that the sea level has risen so of course let's let's uh let's just start with the, the little subheading for the article um there are multiple factors that go into this, of course. Uh, a combination of rising sea levels and sinking land. So the race in the walkway is five feet. How much, do, to account for all of these factors, how much do you think the land has sunk in, in, let's say, the last 50 years or since the Tidal Basin was created?
1: Well, it was created, when was it created? Like 1910 or something?
0: Uh, oh, crap. Late late 1800s. Okay. Yeah, in the early 1900s. Yep. Okay. Right around then. I would estimate around four feet <laughs> wait what was the question again uh how how much has the land sunk uh so the, the effectively everything in this area of washington D.C. was reclaimed land it was effectively built up from the river um the and the tidal basin um is you know a paved stone paved area uh with the Washington monument or the not the one the Jefferson monument and all that stuff but um the oh so like shit uh, along in the, in the river grand years how much do you? Yeah, yeah. In the last hundred years, how much do you think it's it's fallen or sunk? The, I the mean, land probably itself? the land itself. I don't think the land itself is sunk. I
2: feel like the buildings on top of land have sunk into the land. Probably You're talking about well, like,
1: this 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 is like a stone like walkway, from what I understand, right? Like people like run on it. Yeah. Oh, then it.
2: that that that's not the land sinking, by the yeah. way. That
0: is a fucking structure sinking into the land. So, well, it's it's also reclaimed land. So like. You know, it it wasn't land to begin with. A hundred years ago, they you know just put a bunch of soil and stone there and set it. I'm not land. gonna lie, I like Bob's
2: prediction. I'm gonna say four and a half feet. I'll go just over. <laughs> I like four though. That's a good number.
0: Okay. Uh. Well, it's it's exactly four, feet, so Bob was <laughs> right on. Yes! Right on the right of the mark. See so how, how much? Um, wait. Hold on. Hold awesome. on. Because
1: Josh has said that there's a rise in sea level and then a sinking of the land. And so they're raising it by five yes. feet, and it, so okay, hold on. Where's the the math isn't adding up? <laughs> I guess left. the other important
0: number, probably or one of the other. <laughs> no, I guess the other important number is how high above sea level was it to begin with? Oh, okay. Oh, god, probably. It's, three it's, it's feet. not like the stone doesn't come down to like an inch above the water,
1: right? Or well, like a couple feet, no. like
0: two or three. Uh, it it's at six feet is what they listed. Okay, as. okay. Um, at low tide, at low tide. And th- that's and where it started at. Well. Um, yeah, that's where it started at. Six feet above uh, at low tide, um, and then you you lose four feet for the land sinking. Um, but tides are a pretty pretty small thing, right? Like, how how much do you think the the impact of tide could affect? Six inches. The level. Um, yeah, like a foot. Um. Oh, it's about exactly three feet. Three feet the tide does. Um. Oh, sorry, not three. Like. 2.75 or 2.7 feet around between so low tide over, and high tide though it's
2: two two 2.75 yes. feet. so
0: when it was originally built it would go from it.
1: six feet to like three feet above above the water line basically
0: yeah okay yeah okay yeah so that's a reasonable margin but um then it's a, okay so of course during high tide now there are portions of it that are underwater um so we we, we have those factors uh Oh, sorry, I forgot. C- sea level rise. How much do you think the sea level has risen uh, as well to account for this negative one? Zero point? centimeters. Uh, seven millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> those those both seem like reasonable guess, uh, the guesses. They they don't actually list it in the article. It's just kind of like you know to give us the, uh, these other numbers, and um, that adds up to portions flooding during high tide. Uh, and then the sea level rises, whatever remains, based, which is based, between zero and seven centimeters <laughs> or <laughs> millimeters. Based me. on
2: their own fucking thing where the land sunk four feet and high tide is a three foot. there 2.7 foot difference. Then it yeah. should be 0.7 feet underwater at high tide already.
1: Right. Like uh, it, something yeah, along those lines. That's, that's you know, but simple.
2: they're still trying to blame it on sea level rise because they don't want people to know that buildings will sink into the land after they've been there for 140 years
1: well it's man-made climate change because it's a man-made walkway or man made (laughs) fucking like it's man-made
0: land like what are they fucking retards god damn I love it too. It's, it's not even like the, it's not even the erosion of a coast because it's stone and it's actually going down. <laughs> it's, it's just like, you know, structure that doesn't last 200 years. And uh, like the same thing's happening in the old town Alexandria, just, you know, 15 minutes south of here as well. So it's, it's just a very goofy thing that they put the, the giant heading, he, the giant headline is sea level rise, climate change. And then you, you read the article and... And really just play. the
2: building, the stone sinking accounts for it being at least three-quarters of a foot underwater during high tide.
0: That alone. Uh, the, uh, yeah. No, no, no. It would... No, not... Wait. Yeah, it was... Oh, yeah, yeah. Six yeah, feet those at were, low yes. tide,
2: three feet at high tide, sank four feet, or... Yes. You know what I mean?
0: I, I love guess that 3.3 point in,
2: feet.
1: Yes, exactly. Hundred-year-old man-made infrastructure... In the brink of collapse is being blamed on pollution. I love it. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Basically, it's, the point. And people are retarded, and they'll
2: just eat it up. So, so I, they're I they're have really another climate change
1: small update on the Al Gore related topics here. Um, the CEO of oh god, what, what's this guy's company of Vera? It's the top carbon credit certifier. He writes in a LinkedIn post saying, I'm writing to let you know that after nearly 15 years of fantastic service as CEO of Vera, I've decided to step down. I am immensely proud of what Vera has accomplished and of the incredible team that has uh, made it the world's leading standard setter for climate action and sustainable development. Well, he's stepping down because uh, a report finds phantom credits uh, in the system and he was uh, laundering money. (laughs)
2: So, this is a company that's job is to certify
1: who can have carbon credits to sell to people? Or, like, that carbon credits are, like, actually, like, verified, basically. That it's, like, you know, some mitigation tactics are being bought and purchased, basically. That doesn't produce anything. These people are fucking parasites. I hate them all. I hate them so
2: much. They're a whole company based on figuring out who we allow to pollute so that we can charge a bunch of fucking money and collect it it's all a scam we're t- this is this is carbon tax with a fucking veil over it you know what i mean
0: yeah the report found i i agree with aaron white go ahead why can't this guy be satisfied with just his legal laundering of money? Why does yeah. he have, have to go over Well, he doesn't like the get the carbon credits. Was a scam a enough percentage already? Percentage
2: on that, Josh? He has to come up with his own fake credits to, that he doesn't tell anybody about, and then gets to have hundred percent of that pie.
1: It's a fake product in a fake market sold to, like, very fake people. The, the report And he's found... retiring
2: because he made extra fake fake product and exactly. scammed more people <laughs> while instead it, doing an extra on-the-side scam. He
0: tried to sell cobra of his... oil on the snake oil market.
1: <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it it's the, insane. They issued phantom credits to major corporations that don't represent genuine carbon reductions. Oh, my that,
3: God. Yeah. I mean, Shocker. All
1: of them. <laughs> every single company, did, every single carbon credit certifier did this. I guarantee it. I the way fucking they got, guarantee
2: it. The way the f- fucking people that make the laws got this scam to go is that these companies will get a big tax break for buying carbon credits. So it's cheaper for them to buy this scam product. Instead of fucking paying taxes. And then it's easier for the politicians to fucking launder this shit. Because they can launder it through companies like this fucking place. Vera. How does no one see that this is all they're doing? It's a big fucking money laundering scam. It's insane. And they're bribing the companies to go along with it. Oh my god.
1: Climate change is so fucking stupid. They're not bribing the companies to do it. They're like explicitly setting up a like monetary system that says... Pay us money rather than pay the government money and we'll charge you a little bit less. And yeah, pay come the government out on top.
2: indirectly yeah. instead of paying the government directly more money. We'll let you pay us indirectly less money so that we can take a bigger chunk of your less money and we'll make more money and you'll make more money. And we're all happy.
1: Right.
0: Like, Imagine imagine all the jobs that are going to uh, these, these corporations for accountants and bureaucracy to... Um, like, actually, you know, do a file stuff and categorize stuff as carbon credits and figure out how to move money around. And then the whole organization that actually verifies that as well. And then for the government who's passing these laws and writing bills for that. Like, imagine if all those people had actual jobs like in manufacturing and engineering and stuff. And we're producing things to make the world's better. And like, so our cities aren't sinking rather than, uh, whatever that like just messing around with made up numbers. all That's day. all they, these people do now. It's me,
2: It's switching numbers, made up numbers. And they're like, you're retarded. If you don't just get a job switching numbers around, we don't have to do anything. And but- I made a gajillion dollars today. Look, I moved the numbers to show that I made a kajillion. and then they so, don't understand why the world is fucked up and that they're the fucking parasite. Uh,
0: y- okay, okay, you know how there's the whole argument with declining birth rates that uh, we won't have the population to support our infrastructure or our aging population. Um, so then we need mass immigration. Yeah, that's so they what can if get the slave labor. In our country right now, we're actually, both yeah, of yeah, the people we have in the country right now are actually contributing to the economy and to the people in the economy, so that. It wasn't actually like, it's not actually a problem. It's an artificial problem because the jobs aren't contributing anything or producing anything. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a lack of people.
2: That's the issue (laughs) is that the job isn't doing shit, especially in the cities. They're, They're like manufacturing. That's stupid. Why don't we just move money from point A to point B and then hope that India just does all of our bitch work forever. And that we can always just import indefinitely because our dollar will never go down because we move numbers around smartly. It's fucking insane. And they don't understand how eventually that fucking vine will wither and die. And we're seeing it. We're seeing the cities empty the fuck out. Everybody's working from home. Everybody that can do their job from home
1: doesn't need a job, to be honest.
2: Like, they don't need to be doing work for the whoa, most part. Whoa, Just- whoa, whoa.
1: Are, are you saying that tech guys, uh, insurance adjusters, and people that work work on Wall Street do nothing to help rebuild the infrastructure? How dare you? hold on how guys dare you (laughs) tech guys kind of but we all know that
2: even tech guys the way that their jobs are set up is they were doing about 10 percent of what they could be doing and they just make it confusing enough that boomers don't understand that they're dicking off all day so they do like one hour worth of productive shit a week yeah and get way overpaid for it because the boomers that run all the companies buying carbon credits so that they can fucking afford porsches because they just cleaned out a bunch of money by not having to pay it in taxes, don't understand how the fucking tech infrastructure is, you know, built in any way, and so tech gets way overpaid just to maintain the shit when they're not really doing as much as they could.
1: Yeah, I think he summed it
2: up there, <laughs> right? It's this yeah. is the craziest <laughs> scam ever. And it's why everything's going to keep, like, why inflate, honestly, that's why you don't even, can't even blame, like, a president, you know, you, you don't blame political parties, yeah, they do shit that makes the inflation go crazy, but it's doomed, We're do- it's already doomed by the fact that we don't manufacture anything, and everyone has jobs where they just pretend to work all day, eventually yep. that fucking vine is going to dry up. And they're like, everyone's just banking that's doing it. It's banking on, well, I think some genius is going to invent the robots to fucking do it all for us anyway. So hopefully this scam lasts until then. And there's no robots. They're not coming. They can't, yeah, yeah. They've been developing the fucking self-checkout line for 25 years. The robots are not coming. All right? So that's why it's like, go grow your own food. Because these people are going to be moving numbers around wondering why the fucking grocery store is empty.
1: We haven't well, per- I have a billion yeah, dollars. Who wants to trade a billion 20-
2: dollars for a sandwich? Oh, there's no sandwiches? How? I have a billion dollars. It's gonna be madness.
0: In, in twenty fifty, we're gonna be eating the bugs because we don't have anyone left who knows how to domesticate and herd cattle. That's that's the real reason. <laughs> They'll be eating the bugs thinking
2: that they did a good thing because the cattle are actually what destroys the environment. They'll teach that in schools about the uh how the great cow fart bowl of fucking 2027 and how they almost burned down oh all the God, forests yes. in Canada. Like it's going to be insane.
0: How have we not had that yet? How have we not like, like named a forest fire phenomenon after cow farts. Cow farts? I know. I just thought of it right now. It was pretty yes. Proud of Yes.
2: <laughs> I can't believe we haven't be- blamed any of that on methane burn off from fucking cow farts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can I can hear the BBC documentary in my head already. <laughs> I know. It's so insane because it's going to happen. It's not even a fucking exaggeration. That's how stupid it is. Oh god. Let, let's hope no one in a position of power hears our episode and is like that's a good idea. <laughs> that's the thing. That these these dumb bitches that are in these like I'm the Vice President of
2: Diversity Inclusion for uh the the company that sells fake carbon credits in to other companies to, to buy and pretend that they can pollute more now so they can get a tax break. And she'll literally be like, wow, I'm so important. I can't wait till we get rid of all the cows and my the planet's not destroyed by dumb people who aren't like me, aren't, aren't as refined as I am, not realizing that she has a parasitic job. She's like a parasite on a parasite on a parasite. It's insane. If at some point they have nothing they can
1: suck out anymore. <laughs> all right, all right, let's move on. <laughs> all right. All right
2: good. You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today whether it's space or bones uncovered. It's definitely fake and
1: gay. All right. NASA has found a way to prevent the online apocalypse. In a article here from the Mirror, NASA mission to prevent internet apocalypse, which could leave people offline for months, possibly years. So, oh, hopefully, before we read it, Aaron, what do you think is their plan to prevent the internet apocalypse?
2: Wait, NASA? Why did, yeah. What does NASA have to do with an internet? Wait, so they're saying? Dude, they're we'll totally going to black man. us out. Just just, just putting this out there. I don't Look, think NASA has shit to do, so you are going to say something real stupid. But let me think about this. So, this is... The goal of this article is to make you prepped for when they turn the internet off one day.
4: E- but they got to blame
2: it on something. And they're going to blame it on everything all at once that's not the actual problem, which is that they just flipped the switch.
0: Well... That's if we don't give NASA, if we don't up their funding so that they can prevent it, it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> this is going to
2: be from solar, solar, a solar storm. What did they call those? The fucking yep. Solar... It is really?
0: Yep. Coronal mass ejections, solar wind. I don't know what they're, it's, it's.
2: What the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding okay. me? I actually okay. got
0: that right. Y- you guessed the cause of it, but the, the title of the article
1: says, explicitly says the mission to prevent internet apocalypse. So what is their plan to prevent this?
2: A oh, giant yeah. mirror that <laughs> deflects the solar ray back at the Just sun. Just because on
1: mirror.co.uk. There, there isn't. There isn't a plan. It's literally NASA's Parker Solar Probe oh, has successfully <laughs> traveled through solar wind, quote unquote, gathering valuable insights into the sun's workings uh, workings to prevent a potential internet apocalypse, which could disrupt communication networks and power grids on Earth. So we're supposed. Hold on. Can
2: I get? So, can I guess? Ask you guys a question. So, am real dumb. You know, I don't oh, believe yeah. in these space things. Please, please. <laughs> and I. So I have to ask about these. This is. This is like a. I'm like a boomer dad asking about like. Middle Earth. You know what I mean? Like. So, <laughs> yes, wait. It's they like got a storm. Go on. Pointy ears. What's going on? So, so. What the fuck are solar winds? For one, so they're acting like these things sail through space now on solar rays and they're calling those solar winds.
1: I I think it's yeah, I think it's just like allegorical or something like they just use it to have like you know normies understand it's like just the kind to put of idea a picture in your head of satellites right. sailing through right. space. It's really nice just and like easy. It's like a sailboat. It's really just like ebbs and flows of the solar radiation like oh, which is so measurable. Stupid. Like we can measure it, but they're like, "Oh my god, but uh, if a solar flare hits us, like we're all fucked" kind of thing. Like that's so what they're freaking out about so they part, they launched I,
2: yeah. I
0: think
1: the. what would a solar flare how would that if it's let's say a
2: solar flare is powerful enough to knock out the internet and the power grid. not like oh they are saying the whole power grid right yeah okay i was like yeah, what you, you how would it knock the, out the, the DM- internet but nothing else what are you talking about like that's fucking retarded but okay, the power. Right, do
0: you remember the EMP episode where we talked about uh, high altitude radiation um, that would definitely knock out all the power in the internet? It, it's effectively a version of that, but from the sun.
2: Okay. Right. Okay. Right. That's so. The way the article sounded, I thought it was just the internet. That's where I was really tied up on.
0: But well that that's the that's the part of using energy that actually matters. Like it's not like we need energy also to uh, heat our homes or like or water or anything. anything. The, like yeah. Yeah, exactly. We'll be that's off Instagram. The, yeah. Oh no. So I, I won't know how to get to work if I can't find the most efficient uh, <laughs> traffic route on ways. That's that's the that's the real tragedy.
2: <laughs> so then like how this, will I sell carbon credits to fucking fake companies? <laughs>
1: So this article implies that there's some sort of solution to fighting like a, a solar storm, but there is none. And it's literally just NASA priming everyone for the possibility that our power or electricity and uh, internet is going to go down effectively permanently because of things that are beyond our control, not, uh, not human I could control. see them
2: doing that. They're, they're plan. They've been doing article after article about the power grid just going down.
1: Yeah. Do, there and was another article earlier I saw today saying that right wing extremists are planning to uh, take out the power grid in the United States.
2: Yeah, of course they they anything they'll say anything is taking it out except who is, which is the weirdos that want to do population control. Because think of how awesome of a population control is. You can I mean, just turn out the power for like three years and hide in your bunker. And dude, it it would people reduce would population in, like yeah. by fifty percent. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: it's, it's a better terrorist. To... It's it's a better terrorist target than just like a random you know tall office building or
1: like two financial buildings in you know New York or something. That seems like a really <laughs> bad terrorist target in my opinion.
0: Yeah, like what are the long term impacts on that for actually you know affecting the country and getting your message across? Well, it Doesn't matter. Right. It's underwater now, Josh. It's, but it's- if the terrorists cut
1: off the power, how how would they? Make a video and send it to the CIA to tell them that they did that. They wouldn't have the power yeah. to watch that video anymore. Well, like, they already on.
2: they already mailed their passport. Okay. They're, they're... Well, no,
0: yeah, they, they use the
2: <laughs> just use the just use the identification that falls out of the exploding planes.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Obviously, Bob. What do you What do you not work for? Obviously, you don't work for the FBI. Right. That's right. That's all you have to do. I agree. If
0: you don't use. If you don't use a digital passport and digital ID, you're probably a terrorist. <laughs> That's
1: true. I got to stop mailing my passport around.
4: Oh. <laughs> 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 uh.
0: I think I think the the last line of the article summarizes it pretty well. Um, Traveling at an astonishing speed of over three hundred twenty thousand miles per hour, the spacecraft rapidly gathers measurements of the solar environment from behind a thick heat shield, following a strategy of swift entry and exit. Fuck. In that off. it says nothing. It says they're they're taking they're taking data. That's they they haven't come up with a solution. They're just characterizing what solar winds uh, kind of actually look like, or what sort of radiation is actually involved. They're not. Actually, coming up with solutions or really anything uh, past that. Also, yet. guess what's yeah, not happening? Solar winds exist. That's You know what's not out.
2: happening? A solar, uh, a fucking solar storm. Solar panel is not flying through space at Mach 400 and then changing directions and returning home and gathering info on sun radiation. Fuck you. That is not happening. I, I kind of want to gun your head, Bob. Is that fucking happening? Is that thing even exist?
1: I kind of wanted to research it because it's like, what are they doing slingshotting off of celestial bodies? Like, you know, like the the moon route where like we wrapped around the moon and then came back with like the, that whole concept. Like, I don't know, yeah, I don't unmanned. know how they're pulling that off. And it's coming back home. Don't worry about it. That's a good point. It's Easy. It's
2: only going. I, I don't think it's fully coming back that's home. Nothing. I think it's just in space. You can go any space any speed you want.
1: And everyone that says anything about it is stupid. Yeah. So. They don't know anything yet. They've literally taken measurements and they're writing articles about how we're going to lose internet and power within the decade. That That's also what NASA explicitly said at the very beginning of the article, too. Uh, scientists have issued warnings about potential impact of solar storm commonly referred to as the internet apocalypse, which could strike within the next decade. Okay. Why hasn't it happened in the last 100 years? right it doesn't <sighs> so thanks scientists for wasting more money
0: <laughs> like okay that i also want to know it's a, it, was, it was launched 5 years ago and it just got its first solar wind readings and i'm not sure how many like years before the 5 years ago that the program was uh, established and you know actually building testing and spending money on things as well so um just just be glad it takes it takes us 10 years to get a single solar wind measurement and it's definitely helping uh, t- 10 years to get a single measurement, and we'll definitely be able to solve the problem within the next 10 years when the apocalypse happens. They're, they're
2: claiming, by the way, that that fucking thing is going 0.4% the speed of light.
1: It's approaching fucking 1% of the speed of light. Right. I wonder how they got Fuck it up you. that fast. Yeah, that, that would be a good research topic to, to find out. The but... fastest thing we've ever flown on Earth
2: ever inside of our own atmosphere, if you... Discredit the fucking space shuttle, the school bus with wings that has shattered all records by like five X is like 0.03% or something. The speed of light, this thing's going point four. It's going a hundred, more than a hundred times faster than like fucking any, or about a hundred times faster than anything we've fucking flown on earth.
1: That's impressive. Gravity is a crazy thing. Thank you, NASA, for being so impressive.
2: Oh. The solar pa- those solar winds, man, those really get you fucking ripping. You're ripping around space.
1: Alright. And I, I think do we that's have any it. voicemails. We do. Here okay, we go.
2: Perfect.
3: Hey, I found a note in my pocket about a voicemail for episode one forty one that I completely forgot about. <laughs> uh, junior year of high school. Uh, I was not doing too well in chemistry, so I dropped it and switched to environmental science. And we did, in fact, watch An Inconvenient Truth in that class. <laughs> and the teacher fell asleep during it. That's how boring Al Gore's <laughs> voice is. Uh, Passed with flying colors, though. That's how fucking stupid environmental science as a class is. <laughs> That's your tax dollars. I can't
0: believe how literal expert... Little straight A student in, in Inconvenient Truth* listening to the show. Oh man! Oh, and, yeah. and that that
1: caller called back in to leave a little note.
3: Josh, you're not retarded. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say you were retarded.
0: Thanks, caller. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love like the
1: trailing. You don't like that. You. I don't even yeah. remember when you called me retarded. The, but you know. the trailing <laughs> "I'm sorrys" to that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't and like. like uh, I I was just gonna say I don't like I don't like that voicemail. That's like the first one. I, don't show me. Don't, take it. Don't, don't take play it that back. Smut on this show. Yeah. Take it back. Apolo- taking back your uh, your insult. All
0: right. No, who who acceptable. called in about the? F- I I hope I hope something I said this week is retarded and he changes his mind again.
1: <laughs> who, who called sure, in about happen. the foam roller? Was that Bobby?
2: That was Bobby. Yeah, that, that was Bobby. Okay. He just fundamentally didn't understand what a foam roller was. I
0: feel that foam rollers
4: are work really well if you're smarter than a piece of
1: foam.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Bobby's mom.
1: I like that. Yeah, who is that? Ultimate burn on Bobby there. <laughs> you, it's a piece of foam. You retard. <laughs> just, just roll your hip over it. <laughs> Yeah,
2: that's true. Actually, but you can use tools for a lot of different things, but it's really the like guy using the tool is really the important aspect of it. There, from,
0: from a from a lady whose voice sounds like she has hip problems, who uh, uh, probably uses a foam roller to like address those hip problems. I think I trust her more than Bobby. I'm either sorry, Either that
2: person is 90 or six. I can't <laughs> tell. And either way, sick burn on Bobby. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much, Bobby, caller. I
2: meant to call you retarded, and so did that <laughs> caller, and I'm not taking it back.
1: <laughs> Alright, uh, and, and a Bobby call-in.
3: The Kardashev scale is retarded. I'd say, uh,
4: yeah, no, that's it. That's
2: it. You know it's retarded. the, the... the fuck is the Kardashev scale? I,
0: I've seen, you haven't heard of it before? It's no, the, there's
2: too many scales that I have in my fucking head. It's, it's the, the scale okay. of oh, like civilization. clip
0: or just go with,
1: yeah. It, it's basically we'll talk. I think we're gonna do. Oh, a, that's a whole the one where we're not even it. a
2: tier one yet, right? Because we have Correct. to be able to harness the power of yes. our solar system, or no, our planet. If you can harness yeah, the power like the whole of your entire planet, planet and are the solar system one.
0: and then the sun, right?
2: Yes, and we're not even close. Yet. Also, I've,
0: I've heard. I've heard. Uh, in, in real life, it's. A terrible concept um I've, i saw one instance in which it kind of made sense there's an x-men comic with all the evil robots who kill x-men uh a thousand years in the future and like they became a, a tier one or two civilization and that, that's the only time i've seen it uh, like applied in a reasonable sense that it's, but in real life now it's I science fiction it. though
2: it's it's like they literally they made tier one yes the thing that already doesn't exist and probably will never exist so it's like It's the same. It's just as useful as if I was like, oh, we'll be a tier one civilization when we have, on average, 18 inch penises. Right now, we're only 30 percent of the way to a tier one civilization. And then, like, you just keep expanding from that, like, and just indefinitely And and pretend that that means anything.
0: Aaron, if you don't feel like a tiny speck of dust in the infinite cosmos, or less than a tiny speck of dust in the infinite cosmos, then science isn't doing its job. Okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is the point of it. A, say how we all of human civilization is twenty percent
2: on its way to a tier one civilization, and we'll never get there until you give us money by, and by we 2100, invent the
0: robots. We'll definitely be there. What's that? Sorry. By twenty one hundred we'll definitely be there. That's that's all the estimates I've I've been hearing. Oh perfect.
2: <sighs> Beautiful. Can't wait. All right, and one. It's always last seventy one. years away. Everything is seventy years away, and then everything's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Perfect. All right, and one last one.
3: Hey, you may want to scrub one of your quotes from last episode. Uh, Marilyn Monroe was probably trans. Look it up.
1: Marilyn Monroe.
2: I don't know why. I don't know why I'd want to scrub my thing because all I said was women that use that fucking quote sound insane and are always insane. So if she's trans and that would be for real but I we'll look into that i don't believe you
1: bobby i i think it's just I, that might not be bobby i i, I don't know but it, it would also so point it, it it's good That's evidence bobby. to suggest also that um if marilyn M- monroe was a trans then that means that even guys are still better at being women than like actual women because like <laughs> she- <laughs> i've never yeah, not, not met a woman that used that quote <laughs> I feel like she's hot. So now I gotta yeah. see if she's a dude. Okay. A lot of research involved. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm gonna get on there right now. I'm gonna have to really research some Marilyn Monroe fucking singing Happy Birthday.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, we only get some uh, tra- training AI voice on that Happy Birthday. Get some extra clips out there to, to uh, happy mislead Aaron.
2: Happy Aaron.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: And with that, thanks for
1: listening. See you next week. Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat.
3: You've got mail. What the fuck? Don't tell me you don't like my show.
1: All right, Josh.